What is up, everybody, and welcome back to M3 Wrestling. I am Brandon. And I'm Andrew. And today, uh, we're going to be covering the uh, the In Your House, WWF In Your House pay-per-view uh, international incident. I believe this was uh, In Your House 9. Yes. If I'm not mistaken. And, uh, yeah, so this one here is going to be, is this took place uh, in July, July 21st, uh, 96 to be exact. Uh, Vancouver, British Columbia. So we got a we got a Canada paper, a Canadian pay per view here. They packed the house for uh, this one. Uh, they did actually. It was the General General Motors place and fourteen thousand eight hundred and four people. Yeah. So that's that's quite a bit. That's quite a bit of people. That's a lot more. That's uh about six thousand more people than what was in Ocean Center for Bash of the Beach '96 that we just covered. Yeah. Yeah, I man, I think overall I like this so, card a whole lot more than I like that card. Overall, I do too. And yep. uh, this this one, uh, we were talking before we started here, I think it's more in line, maybe a, even slightly a little bit better than uh, Beware of Dog that we covered yes. in our first podcast on the channel here. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this was this was a pretty good one. Um, of course, you know, this is, this is the pay-per-view after uh, King of the Ring with Steve Austin. Uh, winning and doing the famous Austin 316 promo. We talked about that in the last episode. Well, the second episode before that. Um, and uh, we got a we got a Mark Merrill versus Steve Austin round two here. Yes, the, on this card. Yeah. So so we'll get into that here in just just a little bit. Uh, I'm trying to think, make sure I I don't have any other notes here. Uh, yeah, I guess we can just uh, I guess get right into it. Um. So there was a dark match uh, before the show, uh, Justin Bradshaw uh, against Savio Vega, where he defeated Savio Vega in four minutes and 44 seconds, just a regular singles match. And uh, I don't think there was anything else of note Other beforehand that we need to cover. Nothing. Punching out Jim Cornette. Yes, on uh, Free For All, he did, yeah. yes. This is yes. one so I've that was a big deal. That was a good setup. This is one I've actually got the live pay-per-view broadcast on VHS in a, in a tote somewhere. Uh, at, at, nice, nice. Yeah, in the back room back there. So I should have I should have actually got it out and you know brought the old VHS. But. Yeah. So yeah, I guess we can just go ahead and, and get right into it. I don't have any uh, any old business or new business really to take take care of other than the standard rigmarole. Uh, if you're listening to this, uh, more than likely you're on YouTube or on podcast land somewhere. For those out there just joining us for the first time, we got a couple episodes under, well, three episodes now by the time this one releases under our belt where we started with Beware Dog because um, we're on our way to the Attitude Era, basically, and what led up to that in both companies. Uh, we also did King of the Ring 96 and more recently Bash of the Beach 96 with the famous Hogan turn. Uh, so we are we are on our way through 96 right now. Um, you can you can get us pretty much anywhere you get your podcasts, and uh, on YouTube we do a video podcast on there too. Uh, so with that said, we'll get started here. And the very first match Andrew on the night was a tag match, no titles on the line actually. Uh, the body don by the body donnas Skip and Zip uh, against the smoking guns smoking guns excuse me Bart and Billy Gunn with Sonny non-title on a pay-per-view i don't know how i i do know how i feel yeah. about that i i uh, i don't like that at all you know they they let it let them go over so they get a title shot later but why not just make this for the title i i don't get it i get yeah 
Yeah, I guess it, I guess because they just wasn't wasn't it because um, then they just then they win them and then lose them pretty quick beforehand. Was it was it uh, Beware Dog that they lost or that they lost them or the next night or something? that oh. Sonny got mad at them. Uh, no, that was the God ones. Uh, the the had, had them the going God into ones. Beware okay. Dog. The week oh, that's right. And the smoking that's guns. Right. Yeah. That's right. So they've had them for a couple months. That's right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's right. So yeah. So they get the win here on pay per view, which is pretty wild. Chris Candido, um, which is uh, what Skip is that the one? I can't remember yes. now. He's Zip or Skip, one or the other. And um, it doesn't really matter. It's ridiculous. I was just thinking that when I was watching this, man, this is the most ridiculous damn names. Yeah. For I mean, this is like some straight out of the late eighties kind of kind of stuff. It's like this is not working right now against the smoking. Even the smoking guns is a little bit better than that's yeah. understandable because you still got Bart and Billy Guns names. You can't you can't name people Skip and Zip and expect them to take them seriously. Or course, give you know, them, Chris Candido is like or give them a valet name foot, so. for a month. That, that, that was ridiculous. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, not good. Not good at all. That don't work Not for good. me. Then of course you got the other ones. That don't yeah, that don't work for me, baby. Uh, of course you got uh, Zip, who is Tom Pritchard, Doctor Tom Pritchard. Um, so yeah, I mean, and Tom Pritchard's awesome, but yeah, they both uh, are. He's responsible. They, I mean, they really are. Uh, just not a good look, not a good name, not good ring names here. Uh, the match, I, the match is okay. Uh, I, I had a problem. I Sonny did good work. Um, they played the heels. Billy was pretty angry the whole time. I don't know if this was just something where like him and Bart weren't connecting for yes. story purposes or, or uh, if they weren't connecting in the ring kind of to also, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, uh, do you know the story behind that? Or did you, did they just have an off night? Cause it, cause there they was just, a couple times where they were just kind of into each other. They, they, I think they just had an off night because they weren't fighting yet. That would happen like in December. But you know, there's that okay. there's that botch where he, you know he's supposed to duck and Billy comes over the top of him, and it was that was really bad, so bad the crowd caught yeah. it and laughed, like audibly laughed. Oh yeah, I, yeah, it was audibly laughed. Yes, and then it, you know Billy was yelling to shut up, and he's like, "Hey, it was it was bad." I, I'm like, cause I noticed that too because he had him up, he had him up with this kind of um, rope hung on the top of the rope like the top rope and he kind of had him his legs out and i guess he was either supposed to he was supposed to do some kind of spring forward board thing or like spring off off of bart's back over leap his frog, head and yeah. then down onto him yeah leapfrog he should have just he should have just kicked him with his yeah. exposed belly and then been done uh yeah. but yeah it didn't work out they, they weren't seeing eye to eye on that and then there were some things where so there towards the end um, at a bulldog snafu and just forgot what he was doing like, and, and so they're standing yeah. there nose to nose yeah. waiting for somebody to do something. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was really messy there at the end. Uh, yeah. There was a good spot where Sonny faked an injury outside yeah. and, and then uh, Chris had to come out and, and check on her. He was worried about her and she's looking at the camera, you know, and then she's faking that. That was a good spot. Uh, but, you know, they, they, they snuck one over on, Aunt Billy and her was distracted outside. They snuck one in. They drop kick, drop kicked uh, Bart Gunn when he had him in a uh, one of them in a side slam hold. He was looking for Billy. Billy was nowhere to be found. The other one jumped off, did a springboard or a off the turnbuckle drop kick, and then they got the pin. 
Good finish. And uh, I really liked it. Sunny, good. The de- the decent finish. Uh, Sunny was over the top with her acting. I think on the disappointment, <laughs> but uh, you know, just okay. It was not the best match. Uh, let's see, three quarter stars. I think for for uh, Meltzer on this one. Um, I I gave it probably like a star, probably star and a quarter. Yeah. Uh, I, it's this it, it, it's unfortunate because i like the smoking guns individually and together and i like uh and then the other two um i don't like the gimmick but they're really really good in the ring and there should have been no reason whatsoever for this to be that stinky of a match you know what yeah. i mean i'm i did enjoy what was there a little bit more than you i'll go a star and three quarter because the in-ring work besides the couple mm-hmm. of watches i thought was pretty good and it moved pretty quick so yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to give it a two but there was just too much mess there to give it a two. So yeah, it was, yeah, it just it just fell apart. I did I, mean, I did like to see Bart. It was so crazy to see Bart and Billy's size difference, especially yeah. against Chris. And uh, I mean, and they just roughed him up bad. So that was that was that was pretty nice. It, but yeah, it just unfortunately didn't do much for me. And it's and it sucks because I like all those people involved. And, and the Smoking Guns have had good matches, especially with the Godwins prior to this. So. Yeah. Uh, and there was no reason yeah, it should anyway, have been. Um, yeah, exactly. Especially 13 minutes and five seconds. It went really long. It was the second longest match of the night. So that was, you know, only by like a minute, but pretty crazy. I was like, yeah. I felt by the end of it, you were feeling, okay, this needs to wrap up because they're getting lost here. Yeah. Um, speaking of the Godwins, uh, the next one up, next match up, um, Henry O. Godwin with Hillbilly Jim, and uh, he is facing Mankind, who uh, who wins this one. Yeah, Mankind does. Um, so Henry O. Godwin was was actually a substitute last minute for Jake the Snake Roberts. I'm not sure what happened there. Uh, they may have said, and I just missed it. But I, well, wondering... there was a lot of commentary with King. Yes, did you notice that? <laughs> Yeah, the Betty yeah, Ford clinic I, jokes. So I don't know if there was a rehab thing. Yeah, I don't know if there was a rehab thing going on, or, or yeah, I don't know what happened with Jake either. I, I I don't, but I was wondering if there was something off screen that that they yeah. took it kind of like Warriors thing, which they did mention. But I'm betting there was, and but they were also using that to fuel their match. I'm pretty sure they had a match at SummerSlam the next month, so I I think yeah. that was all yeah. to build to that. But man, he had some good ones about Betty Ford, and then. I, th- I think he had one where he said, uh, you know, if they if they cremated Jake, he would burn for days. <laughs> that cracked me up. Yeah. And every, t- every time Vince is like, okay, stop it. We're not doing this. Uh, like every time. Uh, uh, this Mankind match gets, uh, gets uh, six minutes and 54 seconds. Um, it was okay. Um Mankind, like uh, we mentioned in King of the Ring, uh, still looking good here. He moves fast. He uh, he looks really he looks really good. Uh, Meltzer gives this a star and a quarter. Uh, I'd probably give it probably about star star and a half. It's it was yeah. all right for what it was. Um, I'm not a big Godwin fan of any kind. I'm just not. Uh, but I don't think they're bad in the ring. I just I don't like that gimmick. Uh, but him and him and Mankind had some had some good shots against each other here. It's, it's nice to see both of them kind of hard hitting. I'm gonna I'm gonna outstunner both of you here. I'm gonna go two and a half because it was a hard hitting little hoss fight. They didn't get a whole lot of time. Yeah, but 
Henry hit him with no. a really good clothesline. There was that press slam to the concrete on the outside that was really good. That was good. Yeah. That was yeah, good. You, yeah. You I can tell that, that was yeah. a Mick Foley spot all the way, telling him to do that. 100%. And 100%. The, the finish, I love a match where you counter somebody's finish with your own finish. And so he has him for that reverse DDT, slop drop, or whatever it's called. And Mankind grabs the ropes, yeah. falls, mandible claw, right, right into it. And so, yeah, yeah it just falls right down into it. Yeah, that earned a few yeah. extra points for me there because I, I like seeing people counter with their own finish. Yeah, yeah, he took advantage of that situation, and that was good. That was good. I'll, I will give you that. Uh, we actually seen that a little bit later too with uh, with a DDT or something, and I think it was the Goldust and Taker match where uh, he, I think he dropped in for something, and I, I, I can't remember if it was. I think it might have been taker that grabbed the ropes on gold dust and sent him down the floor i can't remember what it was it was i'm pretty sure it was in that match it could have been in the austin merrill match i can't remember now i'm i'm drawing a blank oh because i remember seeing that spot again where you know they were trying to go for another ddt or some kind of move and then one of them grabbed the ropes and grabbed the ropes that's right that's right it was it was the merrill and stuff okay uh well speaking of that uh, that's next up. This was a short pay-per-view, by the way, folks. This was an easy two-hour watch here. If you if you want to go back and watch this on the on the Peacock or the network or wherever you're at, um, yeah, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Mark Merrow too. Mark Merrow was Sable. Uh, this gets ten minutes and forty-eight seconds, and I thought this was a good match. Wow. I thought this was a really good match, and I think it's probably a little bit. It's on par, if not a little bit better than that last match at king of the ring which was a good match you know last last time you said you thought so, it went a little too long and i, I thought it was okay but if yeah. they, they could have cut a few minutes out well they cut a few minutes out and they had a great match here so i stand corrected on that yes one. yeah it, yeah uh yeah uh he uh he mark merrill gets a few high flying spots in and uh he gets those few of those moments and and you know stone cold's taking them man he's catching them he did that he did that uh that moonsault outside to him and he caught him like he was it, it's just so interesting to see the stuff stone cold was doing in 96 and early 97 before that neck injury yeah and uh just you know it's just really good and, and him and he, even though the styles are a little bit different they work so well together and mark mark looked Mark made him look really good in yes. that match. I think considering, yeah. considering uh, I feel like Mark could probably run circles around him. You know what I mean? Like just considering his speed and, and, and condition, his condition fitness, wise. his condition, condition wise. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And so I, I think he just made, he made him look so good. Uh, I mean, Mark, Mark looks great in the ring as far as ability, uh, still looks like a cartoon character physically. <laughs> I mean, you really, it's hard to look at his face and not see little Richard or something goofy. Uh, um, this is our overall, third, overall good match, man. This is our third pay-per-view from 96 for the WWF. And so far, Mark Marrow's three for three. And, and you know, people talk crap yes. on Marrow, but man, he was, he was really Dude. good. Um, my favorite spot. He in the match. underrated. He goes for that armpit roll up thing again. And Austin sells it like he got popped in the mouth yes. again and, and goes all out after yeah. him. It was great. The crowd was really in on that spot too. Just 
Yes. Yeah. He was, he was just laughing at himself. Yeah. That was good stuff. Man. And you start uh, to see, finish with the stunner. Steve Austin mannerisms in this match. Um, yes. Like, yeah. You get that, you that head shake and all that the head shake going on. And, uh, when we get to yeah. the end, which we're not there yet, when we get to the end, did you catch him when he says that's the bottom line, but he doesn't have till cause stone cold said so yet. He said, Austin 316 or something. Or he's he's doing some some yeah. hand stuff. He's not quite got it just yet, but yeah. he's getting it. No. No, it's like he's like he sporadically uses that stuff in some version or some form for probably six months to a year before he starts to really dial it in. And then when, yeah. when it starts to land, it's when he starts, you know, then then it's then it's like, you know, the give me a I like the give me a hell yeah, that starts way later and yeah. And then he finally starts to dial that stuff in, but yeah, it, it just you can see that dynamically happening every every week, every month here, and it's it's really cool to see. Uh, for those who haven't seen that, you get to see really how good Stone Cold Steve Austin was, uh, and, and his ability before that neck injury really set him back to a a much more careful brawler and not you know because he he and they mentioned it in this match and and i agree jr said he was a good mac te- a mat technician and i technician and i i agree 100 percent. he's not yeah. a bret hart he's not a yeah. submission specialist either but he's really good in the ring he's a really good on the mat yeah this steve austin till the neck injury is my favorite steve austin you, you know you got the attitude era yeah. steve austin but yeah. he's just stomping mud holes and punching and stunning um this guy could really go here yeah this yeah, this guy could really, really go. Luckily, he got himself in that position before, and then got himself over so much uh, through it all that he was able to change enough and protect himself enough. You know that was, and then become even bigger later without doing as much. Yeah. Um, this one gets a three star from Meltzer. Uh, I give I give it three and a quarter. I'm yeah. I'm I'm going to be more generous than that. This was this was good. This was good. Yeah, three and a quarter um, for me. Really as well. liked it. Uh, uh, definitely, I think it was probably a match of the night uh, for me, and yeah. uh, it's really close. It's really close on another one, and I'll and I'll talk about that after a bit. But uh, it this is this is definitely the best one. Uh, anyway, I won't get into it right now because I'll just save it. But yeah, wins with a stunner and a pin, um, and so we've already already got better matches of the night and it's a much shorter deal, but we've already got much better matches than we've seen at bash of the beach. I mean, other than that Ray match, right? Yeah. I mean, just all around, uh, even through some of the mess, it's still, you don't have a bunch of crazy gimmick matches and nonsense. Um, next up match number five, uh, including the dark match, uh, undertaker versus gold dust. And, uh, I kind of forgot about this one here because uh, you know I was I was thinking that Undertaker was involved with Mankind, which he still is. But I thought he had matches with Mankind more, uh, but he didn't have another one until what SummerSlam was the Boiler Room Brawl yeah. when it came out, yeah. the Boiler Room match. In between every uh, one, but this one was uh, Goldust, like every other pay per view is, is yeah. Mankind Goldust, Mankind Goldust. Yeah, which I think both, uh, both. Uh, rivalries are great i think both of these are great in their own way yeah because now you've get you get an undertake gold dust 
Goldust is underrated, I think, and Undertaker really gets to come into his own. We've talked about that in the past too. Undertaker really comes into his own in this in this year, about ninety five, ninety six, when he starts to uh, he starts uh, getting to work with the smaller guys, and you got better guys coming in to work with him, like Mankind and uh, Goldust, and that that makes a big difference. And Goldust is not a small small guy by any stretch. I think he's like six six and two hundred seventy yeah. pounds. So here he's he's just almost as big as as taker yeah did you like this match as much as the casket match the two months before um probably not yeah i think but i prefer I, I don't know i think i prefer the casket just a little bit more but not much i thought this was pretty good and i thought dustin or gold dust did a really good job um, at the beginning of this selling his fear, you know, and playing yeah. that shit heel kind of character where he would use like, especially when he finally, yeah, he got the referee inching the referee up to take her. And, and before he finally took his first hit and he, he, when he, he's like, he got up in undertaker's face and undertaker just sit there the whole time, let him do whatever. And he finally gained the courage to do that, that, that taunt, you know, and then just smack the hell out of him. <laughs> that was great. Uh, or the throat, the throat, the throat punch. Yeah, that was good. Um, I love the uh, yeah. I no love great. <sighs> onto the flat part of the steps. It's kind of like an atomic drop onto the steps out of a choke slam. That was just a yeah, funny just, just on his ass. Yeah, on his butt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just lifted him up and set him on his ass on those steps. Um, and uh, yeah, and then that it was like I said, it was a good match. Uh, nothing, nothing crazy or impressive until the end. Uh, I think it was all around good with both of these guys. It got twelve minutes and seven seconds. Um, uh, man. Okay, so when mankind came through the rope, or the sorry, not the rope, but the the uh, mat, the corner of the he ring, cut yeah. through the mat, the corner of the ring. I, 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 I remembered that, but I didn't remember how like kind of awful it was. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I, I've seen Taker do that with Diesel, and I'm like, okay, that's all right. And, you know, it's, it's in a way I get mankind kind of pulling that on him, but it was bad. It was so bad. Like he left the knife, he cut through the the mat with a knife They shot and he it left the knife angle. on the mat or it got shut. Yeah. It was, yeah. It, yeah. It's a bad because they, because the camera caught the knife and then the referee's like, <laughs> Oh, and he tries to kick it away. And then you can just see Paul Bearer's arm, like reach in and grab it and get it out of the camera view real quick. Oh no! And, so they were trying to. <laughs> They were trying to hide the fact that there was a knife used to cut through the I mean, hell, I would have, if I was him, I would have just, he should have just take, took the knife and then tried to cut Taker with it. Yeah. Yeah. You know that I mean? would have been. Or tried to cut, cut, if he would have cut somebody with it and just played it up, you know, he's at least not tried to hide the knife. And then, but anyway, uh, he, you know, the smoke came up and that was too much. The lights were flickering and it was, I'm like, oh, you know, this is, I get it, but this is stuff you'd see in 90 three and you're like whoa and then 95 six seven comes around you're like this is not that error anymore yeah uh, it, it but even though we get more supernatural stuff out of the undertaker for ever and a day later but uh the undertaker ends up cutting and coming through the other corner opposite corner and then they fight off uh to the back and end up in the boiler room and, and fight beat the hell out of each other that was pretty good uh just other than other than some little cheesy spots there that is all pretty good at the end, but in, 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 ended in a no contest. So we didn't get a winner on this one. It was because of mankind's interference. 
which is good too because you can kind of continue the him and gold dust thing at a later time yeah. if you need to and they will so and they will we'll talk about that too eventually uh two stars from Meltzer. i gave it I, I gave it two and a quarter yeah it's uh it's it's okay not i like said i like that casket match a little bit better and uh and undertaker and, and mankind's match uh at king of the ring was was a lot better yeah so oh yeah just uh but that yeah anyway that was that was that um this is we're already to the main event now uh like i said this is a really quick quick show um it helps that there's get, not any really, uh, really bad matches to bog it down you know like that wcw paper yeah yeah blog everything on this has been at least decent all the way through so far and will continue yeah. to be that. yeah and they all get and and they all get you know a considerable amount of time you only get uh you know you get one match that was less than seven minutes and the rest are above 10 yeah and then that and of course the tag the tag match went on probably a little bit too long we'll talk about that here in just a second uh but it finished the night it was the long it was way long it was 24 minutes and 32 seconds so yeah. i mean that was like probably about probably about eight minutes too long for this match or at least but yeah it, but but it, it allowed them to really to really uh to sell this match and they did it was camp cornet which is the british bulldog owen hart invader yep uh with jim cornet obviously uh versus the people's posse uh, Ahmed Johnson, Shawn Michaels, and Psycho Sid with Jose Lothario. Uh, Psycho Sid replaces the Ultimate Warrior, which was booked at the end of uh, King of the Ring, obviously, to be a part of that. And with with Warriors' troubles with the WWF and doing the no-shows, uh, which uh, Gorilla Monsoon did come out and, and mention that he'd been suspended indefinitely because of that, and, and he would never show up again. And, uh, yeah, uh, I until don't believe. I think that was it, wasn't it? He was... Yeah, until it's the Hall of Fame induction, he would not yep. be in the WWF again. Uh, he did. He went back to the WCW, I think, didn't he, for a little bit? Yeah, Hogan got his win back that year. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That he was, he was, uh, he was on his way out of the wrestling business and and getting getting himself on lower and lower up totem poles. Here, he was. Yeah, I, not, I think not he, impressing people. I think he got a cool mil- million for like the five or six appearances. He got in WCW, so yeah. you know, more power to yeah, him. I mean, that's not too bad, but yeah, I mean, um, yeah. So this this match went on for twenty four and thirty twenty four minutes thirty two seconds. Uh, so this match was okay. Uh, this was I, I think this went went on way too long. Like I said, but there was a lot of really good in this match yeah. despite it being a six man tag match. Yeah. As long as Ahmed Johnson um, wasn't in this match, it was, it was pretty good, but he did have one good spot yeah, where Victor uh, was, uh, was taken out Sean and he came in and blindsided him with a clothesline. And that was actually like the one spot Ahmed had that I thought, that was, Oh, that was impressive. Yeah. Um, yeah, if yeah, I was about to say when Vader and Ahmed wasn't in the ring, especially Ahmed, it was it was yeah. really good. Ahmed got in the ring at one point and uh got in the got in there with Owen 
and started to do this. He had him, he had him in a reverse waist lock and started to do like this, this reverse wrestling takedown, but he, but he also, but he went back. So he couldn't decide whether he wanted to do this reverse takedown wrestling takedown move where, you know, they spin him and put him on their face or German suplex. So he kind of did a little bit of both and then just dumped Owen on his shoulder, like two or three times. He did it two or three times. So dangerous. He just such an idiot. Like, dude, and Owen took it took it like a champ, but he had to have said, "Hey, that's it, no more." Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, my, my, like my takeaway from this match, this was built, you know, with with everything going on in the middle and the finish for Vader and Sean at SummerSlam. But then you hear the cheers yeah. for Sid in this match. They were just like overwhelming <laughs> for Sid, and I think the company. Saw yes. that at this point and here just a little bit later on and changed direction because wow, that was that was nuts. Yeah. Rightfully so too. They absolutely ate Sid up around this time. Yes. It was and that's and it's shame because I think Cornette or maybe him and, and Pritchard both have talked about this on their podcast, but uh you know, he was more concerned with with softball and all this other <laughs> shit, didn't really want to be there, show up if he wasn't gonna be used. And uh he, uh, I think at one point he didn't even bring a change of clothes or something. And so it, he wasn't, I don't remember when he left. Was it 97 or early 98 when he was actually gone? Uh, 97. The later 90, is yeah. mid 97. Was that what yeah. it was? Oh, his last man. appearance and, was, and he goes uh, back to WCW. His last appearance was, he could have potentially been Austin's mystery partner when dude love came out the first time he came out, you know, and, and, okay. uh, He's in his street clothes. That's probably what you were talking about there, where he didn't even bring a change of clothes with him. Okay. Because it was it Shamrock, and is that the one with Shamrock? It was the Shamrock, and was it was it against Heart Foundation? Yeah. Yeah. Shamrock, oh, Patriot. Okay. Uh, and then Patriot, it turned out yes. love. Yeah. That would okay. Have been I, say, I, knew, I knew it was Shamrock. Yeah. He did. It was Sid. He Sid showed up that night, and he was in his street clothes, and the, the place blew. The place blew yeah. for him. Like that's one of those things is Sid who has never been great in the ring was super popular. Yeah. And, uh, it was, and he, I thought he did. I actually thought he did okay in this match. There was a few things when him and Andre, Andre, when him and Ahmed were working together, especially at the end after the match was over and he was feeding him for power bombs, it was bad because he, uh, Ahmed would, would whip the guy into Sid and Sid was like, just would do like a toe kick to the gut and then a power bomb. But in, but at the first couple of times he tried, it was like, a, it was supposed to be like a big boot, I think maybe, but yeah. he didn't get his foot up in time because Ahmed was so close with bulldog and Owen that it was just a, it was really, really uh, messy. Um, and they had their, and yeah. Vader and Ahmed blew up. I would say that Sid's timing was off because he had left the company in like February and hadn't done anything. He was mm-hmm. farming. He was actually, uh, I think he actually maybe went to college or something and was working in, in agriculture. And when he got the phone call, to come oh, okay. so yeah, I'd say his timing was, probably Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Maybe that's what it was. I didn't, I didn't realize that he, yeah, it, it just, something was off about Sid, but nothing near Ahmed. Ahmed just wasn't good. And, uh, Vader, <laughs> Vader acted like he was blown up. And so, and so by the end of it, him and him and, uh, anytime him and Ahmed would end up in the ring together, they just acted blown, like blew up, like they were blew up and 
just shit the bed the whole time. Yeah, it was awful. So I was like, I was like, yeah, get these guys out of here. But everything else was really solid. Yeah. Um. And did you catch that stalling suplex for, uh on Sid by Bulldog? Yeah, that was wild. That was that was awesome. And they yeah. and he hung it for a while. He hung it for a while. And, and it always looks good when it's those really tall guys. You know what I mean? Like, cause it just makes it look even more incredible. Yeah. Um. So the uh, yeah, all around, all around, pretty decent match. Uh, Lothario um, and Cornette have their moments. They the the referee spent a lot of time not paying attention to the heels like normal. So anytime the the faces like Lothario or one of the other guys would try to warn Hebner, hey, this guy's this guy's cheating, or this guy's in the ring, this guy's you know look look at him. Then Hebner was too you know hung up on trying to get him get them to settle down or get them in their place. And then of course, when his back's turned, all the heels just get in and beat the hell out of whoever's yeah. a legal man. And that was, that was good. Uh, they've spent a lot of time keeping Shawn Michaels from the hot tag. I don't think when the hot tag came, it was delivered well, but they did a good job at least keeping him from tag and keeping that drama built up yeah. um, at the end. I, um, at the end, Jim Cornette with the referee turned, of course, um, grabs Shawn Michaels, leg from under the rope while he was tuning up the band, uh, which allowed Vader to run in and give him a body splash into the ring post and then hits the Vader bomb and, and wins. And they get, they get a clean win over Shawn Michaels to set up that SummerSlam pay-per-view match the next month. And, uh, the, uh, the heels win in Calgary or not Calgary, but in uh, Vancouver and, uh, Jim Cornette does not have to pay $10 million back. Yes. He does not have to pay. He doesn't. He promised the people if they don't win that he they'd get their money back. So now I, we I, have I, to win because that's, I don't have seven or eight, $9 million to do. I just have to say, <laughs> so we have to other, win now. Other than the midnight express stuff. This is my favorite Jim Cornette stuff. Uh, 96 uh, oh. here with camp. Cornette. Yeah. Yeah, just just yeah. really over good. the top wild. Yeah, yeah. yeah. selling punches for um, a second. I, <laughs> oh yes, yes, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Because Jose Lothario was a little bit off, but he finally clocked him right after he uh, helped Vader win, and about that yeah. same time, but it was too late. What uh, did you yeah, think? That's good stuff. Uh, um, that's pretty what aggressive. What did you think of Sean's planche? Oh yeah, to yeah. For, yeah, that was good. That was really yeah, good. It, it rivals um, Undertaker's best, you know, as far as that dive. Oh, me. for sure. I thought the way he, sure. he landed up, because Undertaker was always on the down, I, he still landed like like he was still ascending, you know, when he came down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's, yeah, he was still, he, yeah, he was still, he was still head up when he hit Vader there. Yeah, yeah, I, I thought it was really impressive. Yeah, yeah, it was. I agree. I agree. Um. So yeah, overall pretty decent. Um, I gave I gave it a three star. Um, it's you know just a little bit underneath the Marrow and Steve Austin match. Um, I I do think the drama was good. I do think the match overall was good. It's just those um, those moments of Ahmed and Vader being blown up a little bit uh, <laughs> didn't really help. And Sid, Sid being a little off tune was still was still pretty hot, and the crowd was loving that. But that, and then the match probably went about eight minutes too long. But whatever. So yeah. that was uh, 
that was okay. Uh, I, I gave it three stars though. Yeah. Three stars is fair for this. It, it was okay. Yeah. It was better. I thought it was better overall than the hostile takeover on the WCW side as a match. You know, the hostile takeover, the angle yes. was, was the bigger deal. But I thought match for match, yeah. I thought they beat them a little bit. Yeah. Well, especially when they actually had a decent six man match. Uh, you know, nothing's perfect and, and multi man matches are a lot of gaga usually anyway, but it's it's good to get uh, which you know I like almost everybody in this in this match even even Ahmed who is not good I, I like him okay uh, but it's it helped that helps but yeah it, it's not too often you're gonna watch any kind of show pay per view or anything and see a good six man tag match that's just yeah. you know not complete Gaga yeah not unless you're watching World uh, Class with the Freebirds and Von Erichs but well after- right right. After uh, the night after this is a really good raw um, leading up to this. Uh, one of the guns got a uh, world title shot against Sean and the other one got a uh, IC shot. Well, now Sean and Ahmed get a shot at their belts. And this is the night where Farouk shows up and kicks Ahmed in the kidney and starts. Oh, that. Yep. Okay. So yeah, that's okay. definitely one. Awesome. Actually, this whole build up to this show and the build up from here to SummerSlam other than the stuff where you got TL Hopper and the goon, you know, the rest of it is, is all really good. Yeah. What did you think of that? Did you catch that SummerSlam uh, promo commercial <laughs> with, the Olympics. with them doing the, the, the Olympic, the Olympic yeah. stuff? Did you see, did you see when they were, they had uh gold dust um, triple H <laughs> and then whoever else was in the center? Uh, yeah, and you know, Goldust reaches around the back and, and smacks Hunter on the ass, and then he thinks it was the other guy. He's like, and, and then they start, and then they all start fighting. Yeah, that was that was pretty good. That was good. I thought that was a nice. I thought that was a nice touch, considering you know the all the androgynous stuff going on around this time with Goldust and all the homophobic stuff. That's all it was. Yeah, yeah, that's all it was, man. That's all it was. Um. Yeah, uh, so Meltzer ends up giving this a three and a quarter stars. Uh, so he went pretty high on this one, which is kind of kind of crazy considering. Uh, but yeah, that's that'll that'll do it for that pay per view. That wraps it up. Um, Gorilla Monsoon did have a quick little little uh, interview in the back uh, announcing another match for SummerSlam, which he announced uh, Mankind versus Undertaker in a boiler room match or starting a boiler room anyway. They didn't really refer to that as a as the match title. But he just said you're gonna they're gonna have a match where they can fight anywhere and they're gonna start in the boiler boiler room. Yeah. So Yeah. What would you what so would they're you building up to that? And then of course like overall. Yeah. Um three and three quarter to four. I'd probably give I'd probably give I I was gonna say about three and a half to three and three quarter overall. Yeah. Um it there, like I said, it was just solid and I and I think what saves that is this the length of the show overall. Because yeah. you've got just a only handful of matches. You've got four or five matches overall. Uh, five matches, uh, and they're all in the dark good. match, and they're all at least good. And they all have a decent amount of time to do something with. And uh, despite a few of the the uh, imperfections in each match, um, still overall better than uh, like a Bash of the Beach. It's just not as significant as you know the end of Bash of the Beach. <clears throat> so, well, anyways, I think that'll that'll about wrap it up for uh, for this episode uh what do we want to cover next are we, are we on to summerslam 96 or was there anything yeah. good in wcw around this time uh i i guess i mean wcw had hot their first hog wild in sturgis that's where hogan takes the belt from the giant that's right 
I don't know if you want to cover That's that. That's right. Uh, I'm cool with that. That was their big summer pay-per-view. And, uh, and then we got SummerSlam. Do we want to just do it's WCW and then WWF again in that order? Yeah, I mean, I'm good with that. Is that how you want to do it? or you want? Uh, okay, yeah, let's do Hogwild and then we'll do SummerSlam. Yeah, I think Hogwild so, will be a little better be than Dash be at the Beach. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. Yeah. If I can remember, now that you say that, I, I remember just a little bit of that. And I, th- I think yeah. so too. Uh, plus the Sturgis thing is pretty cool. That's yeah. a, that's pretty cool. That that's one thing that I remember as a kid. Uh, re- you know, WCW really set themselves uh, apart with production back then before WWF did, and that was special. Even like you know, like the MGM Studios or or whatever it was the Disney Studios. That was uh, they weren't scared to do having stuff nitros there. They they did a bash yeah. at the beach. And I, and that's, the beach. I, yeah, I like I like them doing different venues. I think that's pretty neat. Uh, so yeah, that's what we'll do. We'll cover that. Um, once again, guys, uh, it's been real fun. And uh, if you want to catch any of our older episodes or any future episodes, uh, episodes, just uh, make sure to check us out on uh, M3 Wrestling on YouTube. Uh, all of our video podcasts are there, as well as uh, countless other videos I'll be doing, and uh, also. Uh, on podcasts, Pandora, uh, Google, iTunes, all that stuff. We'll, we'll be on there if you want, if you need to listen to us on the go. Um, send us any kind of requests or questions. If you want to be on the show or ask us any questions, you want us to answer anything, m3wrestling at gmail.com. Send us there, send us those questions, and uh, we'll give you a shout out and answer those on the show if you want to be a part of that. Um, I've got we, a challenge. If we get enough, we might even do, start doing a... So in the comments for all of our listeners on YouTube, give us your favorite Ahmed Johnson match. I'd I'd like, I'd like to see uh, what you you guys think for your favorite. I would love to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to hear that (laughs) for sure. Uh, Yeah. uh, Yeah. Just be sure to send us whatever, man. And also, if you don't want to do that, you can, if you're on our YouTube, send us questions on there to answer on our podcast and we'll do that as well. We'd love to hear from you guys and be a part of the show. Um, there's there's so much to talk about so uh anyway yeah uh before we uh, we'll wrap it up now i guess and uh if you don't have anything else to say andrew uh we'll be out of here no i'm i'm good uh i really liked international incident i thought it was good not as good as the pay-per-view that's coming the next july which is probably the best in your house ever but uh this one was really good uh top top 10 probably for sure yeah cool awesome All right, well, that'll do it for us, and uh, we will catch you all in the next one.